Hello, homeschool mamas. Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Show. I'm Teresa Wiedrich at CapturingTheCharmLife.com, here to help you turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms, especially if you're looking for a strategy or a few to tackle those challenges. There are a whole lot of new families interested in homeschooling for the fall. A whole bunch of families have had a chance to learn what it's like to be at home with their children, learning, working, living together. Nope, it's not homeschooling. It's some form of online learning mixed with a whole bunch of other responsibilities straight off the top that are not classic experiences of the homeschool family. But now they have learned that they like hanging out with their kids they see the benefits of the social aspect for their kids and they certainly see how their kids are more eager to enjoy their life and learn at home they're ready to get started in the homeschool world but you know what the first thing is that i usually discuss with a new homeschool family what is an education anyways Why do I go there? Why don't I just jump right to homeschool curriculum discussions or how to lay out your day or all the stuff that instinctively people want to know first? Because when the family or the parent that's homeschooling determines how they're going to homeschool, then everything falls into place. Why you homeschool matters more than how you homeschool. But why you homeschool is very influenced by what you think an education is anyway. So what is an education? What's the benefit to it? So we can grow up to be successful, to buy what we want to buy, a house, a couple cars, and an attached garage with a few kids, a vacation every year, to buy what you want to buy, to be recognized or acknowledged, to travel to far off places, What is an education anyways? What's it equipping our children for? This is what I've come to settle on. With my six subjects, me, my husband, and our four kids, over the last 15 or so years, I have seen that an education ultimately is enabling a human being to live a life on purpose, to have meaningful work that contributes both to oneself and to one's community, to be able to provide for oneself and family as well, to develop who you were meant to be. So how do you equip your child to do that, to live a life on purpose, to become self-aware and develop one's abilities to find meaningful work that contributes to oneself and one's community? Here's the ingredients you need. A child, a specific child, with a specific intention and purpose, You're watching, you're observing that specific child. You're listening to that child's interests. You're watching how they learn. And you add a few learning opportunities. You allow them to explore their worlds. You give them an opportunity over and over and over every day to do all those things. And you have created an education. Sounds simple. Too simple? doesn't align with what we've been taught in the schooled world? Right, exactly. It simply doesn't align with what we've been taught in the school world. 
Most of us went to school. Most of us came to school with lectures, with a backpack and a bunch of binders and pens or pencils and erasers and calculators, and we sat down for a lecture. We watched a teacher give that lecture. We did tests. We prepped for tests. We did recess. You know, I don't need to explain what you already know. It is a way to get an education, but there is a much more specific, personalized way to get an education. So how is an education done? Well, for as many children as there are, there are that many ways to get an education. So seven billion, or no specific way. Many different ways to accomplish an education. How I do it is different than how other families might do it when they observe their child. We as parents all have different approaches. We have different ways of thinking about life. We certainly have different ways of approaching different subject areas or different learning opportunities or we value different things. None of that is wrong. It's individualized, personalized to the parents and the children. Education is an act of discovery. That's the rhetoric these days. But is education in the classic schooled way really an act of discovery or is it institution-led? We're not equipping kids to become Google or God. They are not uploadable hard drives. If that be so, we might need to think outside the school box. We might need to de-school ourselves. De-school is really a word coming from the homeschool community about letting all that schoolish stuff go. And I'll tell you that after 15 years of being part of my homeschool world, and I've graduated in grade 12, up to grade 12, and then I did six years of post-secondary school, I am not fully de-schooled. I'm still learning. But the way that I can transition from moving from a school mentality to my child-focused mentality, perhaps enabling them to have more of a self-directed education, is simply this, to listen and observe my child to help them uncover who they are, what they're meant to do, to explore their curiosities so that they can keep growing in their sense of purpose and unraveling it all. And then, of course, looking for learning opportunities. Learning opportunities. Those things that are right before us. Those things that declare, this child wants to do dot, dot, dot when left to their own devices. What do they want to do? Or maybe they get curious about, hey mom, how do I find where a snail lives? And then you go find that out. Or mom, can you help me calculate something? And then you go to the math concept. For every question, there are myriads of opportunities to learn in different ways. It's all about learning how to learn. It's all about learning about educational opportunities in an unconventional way. So, most important aspect, let's consider your kids. 
So pause for a moment and consider your kids. What is their natural default when they don't have anything else to do? If your kids have been schooled for a long time, it might be difficult to see that they want to do anything. You say they may just want to spend time doing nothing on a screen. Maybe. Give them enough time. Maybe suggest take that screen away for a while or create limits around the screen. And you might see that a bored child becomes a productive, curious, interesting child that pursues their interests. All sorts of interests, not interests you may necessarily be interested in. And that one interest that they have, that might not become their thing. It might temporarily be their thing and they might love that thing and delve into that thing until they move on to the next thing. And all those things are building blocks to an education that is going to equip them to become who they were meant to be and do the thing that they were meant to do. I don't know your specific kids. I know my four kids. You know your kids better than anyone. You have their best interests in mind above anyone else. Who cares more than you to help your children? No one. So who are your kids? What are they about? What are their aptitudes? What are their curiosities? How do they relate to their friends and to you? What are they good at? What are they challenged by? How can you help them help themselves? These are the different components of creating, creating an education for your child. So let's get thinking. What is an education Anyways, thank you for joining me today. I would love to hear more about who you are, so come on over to my Facebook or Instagram page, Capturing the Charmed Life. My goal is to equip you with strategies to help you turn your challenges into your charms. If you want to learn more about my course, How to Homeschool 101, or my upcoming book, Homeschool Mama Self-Care, Thrive, Not Just Survive, head over to www.capturingthecharmlife.com. You'll also find the show notes and links to everything you've heard in this episode. I hope you and your kids have a charmed week. And until next time, I hope you can turn your challenges into your charms.